Hey, Tony. So today is May 31st, 2018. You're listening to the Black Bag Resources Brain Dump. Uh, today, my guest is Tony Simon from 2A4E. And the second is for everyone diversity shoot. And the second is for everyone podcast. <laughs> Princess Train and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and if you don't know by now, Tony and I have been friends for nearly two decades at this point. So we do a lot of stuff together, including all our firearms training. But uh, we had a conversation earlier that I wanted to touch on here. Um, and, and my format is, is much looser than Tony's on Tony's show. Um, just kind of want to touch on uh, if you don't have a plate carrier, an AR-15, and a helmet, why the hell not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of people poo-poo it. Why does a civilian need a plate carrier? Why, why do you right. need that? And we had that discussion early today, and I'm like, well, one. I, I can come up with reasons for you. So, yeah, so the big thing is, is in the training community, right, amongst instructors, they're going, what are you doing with this tactical band camp stuff? If you don't wear a plate carrier to work every day, why are you training in a plate carrier? If you don't carry an AR-15 every day, why are you training with an AR-15 in, in combative, you know, rifle use or carbine use? Uh, if you don't wear a helmet to work every day, why are you training wearing a helmet and night vision optics and all this stuff? Um, and, and I kind of come back to, uh, if you don't carry Eskrima sticks, Tonfas, uh, a four foot bow staff, why are you training with those things in martial arts? Uh, if you don't wear a gi to work every day, why are you wearing a gi to practice Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Um, if you, like, you, you can apply that to anything else. Why are you training with a 4,000-year-old Chinese weapon if you don't carry that 4,000-year-old Chinese weapon every day? But when, we, when you do those things in martial arts training, no one questions it, right? It's just accepted as reasonable and part of the training and part of what you're doing. But for some reason, when, when you buy an AR-15, you start training with it, people go, oh, well, that's not reality. That's not real life. Um, and, and we kind of came up with some reasonable counters to that, right? Yeah, really. Um, one of the reasons, and I'll go ahead and give credit where credit's due. Without rule of law, not in fancy uses that term, but really when everything falls apart and the police aren't going to be around, and you decide to get your neighborhood watch group together or something and protect your property, protect your neighborhood, protect your street. What looks like someone has together a guy with a plate carrier, his magazines, his sidearm and everything standing at a post or a guy with his AR, his lever action and a, and a wife beater and a, and, and, a, and, a, and a trucker hat. You know what I mean? It's it's you don't want to mess with them. You put out an intimidating look. And that's a very narrow situation, but it is a situation um, that many people have been in since the hurricanes in Texas, the hurricanes in, in, in Florida. Um, Hurricane Katrina was a huge one, even in Jersey, uh, the tropical storm Sandy. Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. yeah. So people have been in that recently. And sometimes you want to put out that images. I'm not to be effed with. That's just one. Well, here, here's the other thing. And we, we, you know, again, we talk about, because I had the conversation with Mike Wolfer from Justifiable Force Training. Um, and, and he subscribes to some of it and some of it he doesn't, right? Um, he, he, Mike's kind of in between on some of these things. But he, he was kind of asking those questions. I went, Mike, well, if you look around the world, 
at how many governments have collapsed, uh, how many socioeconomic collapses have happened, how many uh, nation states are, are falling apart and, you know, people are in trouble. And he goes, yeah, 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 but that's other places. And I went, okay, how about in the last 50 years in this country, how many large scale riots have we seen? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm going with the last 50 years because that's easy, right? You can even narrow it down to the last 10 years. Yep. You, you can Baltimore, get Maryland, Ferguson. let, let them, yeah. Give them room to burn all this stuff. Yep. And I'm going, if you live in those areas, that's a pretty damn good reason to own a plate carrier and AR-15 and maybe a helmet, right? And I'm not saying it has to be a ballistic helmet, but at least a bump helmet because stuff gets hairy. And how about this? Uh, if, if there's no reason for any of that, why do the police have riot gear and shields and helmets and face shields and they see a need for it? Here's another thing. Because people say if you live in those areas, it was Baltimore, a major U.S. city. It, it, it's not, <laughs> it wasn't some horrible, pl- I mean, it was a major U.S. city and there was no time to gear up and learn how to run your gear. If you really believe things like that happen, set aside, set aside some money, put together your kit. Heck, Sean sells most of it, if not all of it. You can get it. You can take training in it. Sean and I have. And you learn yeah. how to react, how to move, and how to do all of that stuff with your kid on. How about this? A home invasion. Home invasion, even if you're planning on bunkering in place and standing in your bedroom and ducking down, why not have an armor plate that you can put forward in case you have to move out from where you are, in case you have to protect your family? At least you have something covering your vitals. It's not ridiculous. It's just another piece of safety equipment. It's no more ridiculous than having 17 AR-15s. <laughs> and a plate carrier, like grabbing a gun is not that much faster than throwing on a plate carrier and grabbing a gun. I'm not even saying you got to buckle it all the way, right? Nope. But if you add a layer of protection there, why the hell not? Um, and I, I don't feel it's that unreasonable. Hey, here's the other thing. Uh, I'll, I'll give away a little secret. Um, a lot of the law enforcement professionals I deal with through the business order plate carriers from me and armor from me to build what they refer to as active shooter rigs, right? Additional body armor on top of the soft armor that they're carrying, because if they respond to those situations, they need it. Well, why can't you do the same thing? Why can't you keep a a chest rig in your car? And if something cooks off, you've got it, right? Another product they carry. and, And I don't mean to turn this into like an infomercial, um, but at the same time, CYA Concealment makes a great backpack that discreetly carries body armor. And we pair that with body armor from Veterans Manufacturing. Uh, and they have a whole gamut of ratings and it's all lightweight. It's all, you know, easily concealed. They even have plates that are, are TSA approved. So you can you can put those into this bag that converts to a plate carrier, is very discreet has the body armor in it and it's TSA compliant. You can fly with that. You can't necessarily fly with the weapon, but at least you can bring that level of protection with you wherever you go. Um, there's no reason not to. I keep a, a, a soft plate in the backpack that I carry every day, just as an extra layer. Here's the thing. There's a lot no, of people, there's no reason not to. A lot of people in the industry want to poo-poo some people that train as entertainment. 
and and they want to look down their nose at them. Um, they are no more bad guys or, or, or dorks as anyone who trains in uh, Don. What is the Japanese sword fighting? Kempo. Right. There are people that do Jap- Japanese sword fighting called Kempo. They know they're not going to be in a fight with a sword, a samurai sword. It's, it's exercise. It's entertainment. It's fun. It's a sport. This is a sport, too. It's a shooting sport. And if you want to be able to operate with this gear on, great. I mean, it's a lot better than the 782 gear I started out in in the 80s. Oh, yeah. So why not get something good? Why not get something of a, a plate carrier? A chest rig is a chest rig that can hold all your stuff. It can hold your mags. It can hold your IFAC. It can hold your pistol. You can have a setup for your emergency cell phone in a pocket. All of that could be in one place. Why not? And a snack. Plate- and a snack (laughs) but my whole thing is you can have all of that on one chess rig it doesn't make you gi joe it just has you get your things together and and, and prepare for something happening and here's another thing that can happen you guys that have go bags in your car why not have this set up as your emergency thing if something does pop off and you and the family have to haul butt you have a chess rig already set up with mags and everything else in it including the ifac individual first aid kit you're ready to go. Yep. You're ready to roll and you're armored up. You don't have to put it together. It's the other thing I'm going to touch on real quick before we wrap up. Um, rules pertaining to, you know, and I'm talking about state to state regulations pertaining to carrying a firearm vary greatly, not only from state to state, but between the difference of a handgun and a rifle, right? In some states, it's, it's legal to have a rifle with you where you can't necessarily have a handgun. And I'm not going to give anybody any legal advice because I'm not a lawyer, but that's another thing you need to look into because if that's part of, if you feel a a firearm is necessary as part of your defensive plan, that may be an option where the handgun is not, right? Mm -hmm. So things to think about there. And it could very well be an AR-15, right? Yep. You know, we we got to look at what the laws are regarding loaded magazines and all that stuff too. But uh, you may have options that way that you don't have otherwise. So it's not as unreasonable as some people would paint it. And, and remember, <laughs> it just really bothers me. When people poo-poo someone because they have a plate carrier, but don't poo-poo them because they have an AR. Well, your non-gun-owning friend is, are, are looking at you going, what kind of whack job are you that think you need an AR? Meanwhile, you're looking at the guy with the plate carrier going, what kind of whack job are you that thinks you need a plate carrier? Yeah. Uh, why can't you have both? Yeah, and don't let anybody discourage you. I mean, you know what's best for you, realistically. And those um, people, and even, and those people aren't going to be there for you in an emergency, regardless. <laughs> How about it? Yeah, and 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 the the law enforcement officer in the the full riot gear too, right? Mm-hmm. The first responder is is the victim of the the attack, not the law enforcement who comes after that. They're the second responder. Somebody has to call them in. Yep. In the in the vast majority of exchanges. So, <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up there. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Hey, no uh, problem. That's that's just kind of a quick thought on the the body armor and helmets thing. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me on, Sean. Thanks, so. Bye. Bye. If you're interested in learning more about body armor, plate carriers, that kind of equipment. 
give me a shout. Sean at blackbagresources.com. That's S-E-A-N at blackbagresources.com. Uh, hit me up with your questions. Also, feel free to leave a iTunes review if you're uh, if you're listening to this podcast and enjoy this information that we're putting out. And feel free to leave me a voicemail if you're listening on Anchor FM. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Felicia.